adapting to the real world and growing your business on today's episode. Today's episode is brought to you by SEO ProLab, the company that I trust to keep ServnoMaster at the top of Google. To save 10%, use the coupon code ServnoMaster at checkout. Go to servnomaster.com backslash SEO today. Are you tired of dealing with your boss? Do you feel underpaid and underappreciated? If you want to make it online, fire your boss and start living your retirement dreams now. Then you've come to the right place. Welcome to Serve No Master Podcast, where you'll learn how to open new revenue streams and make money while you sleep. Presented live from a tropical island in the South Pacific by best-selling author, Jonathan Green. Now, here's your host. Several of the big projects that I've worked on over the past few years, uh, writing products or emails or copy for some customers and doing some ghostwriting work has been in the space of survivalism, which has traditionally been a very uh, right-wing space. This is everything preparing for the zombie apocalypse, for preparing for the president to start a civil war or start World War III. There are all sorts of reasons that people become customers in the space, and they kind of all tend to fall on the right. Of the political spectrum, people on the right tend to believe that you got to take care of yourself. Whereas people on the left end of the spectrum, in general, depend on the government for protection or think if there's a zombie apocalypse, the army will handle it. That's kind of the two ends of the spectrum, big government versus small government. And that's obviously a very big generalization. But for the last eight years, a president from the left has been in power, which means that these spaces, survivalism, zombie apocalypse, power out apocalypse, all these types of things have been very, very strong, very, very strong products niches, survivalism, all of that stuff, whether you're selling people survivalist knives or lights that never go out of power, all these types of tools and training to prepare for a situation where you have to take care of yourself again. There are a certain set of skills that people don't have anymore. Most people don't know how to create their own food. Most people don't know how to create their own electricity. Most people don't know how to purify water. So there are skills as well as tools that sell very, very well in this space. But as you're aware, I'm sure there's been a political shift. And now from a president on the left, we have a president on the right. And what means is all of those people who were so afraid six months ago are feeling much more secure now. They're no longer worried about the upcoming apocalypse because now their president's in power. We have to be prepared for political shifts, for new laws to come into place. Uh, every once in a while, there's a new law that dramatically affects a business. And if you're in the property space or in the anything to do with that, you know that every few years they pass different laws about how you're allowed to buy property or speculate on property or own property. These different things can really affect uh, those businesses and those industries. And so my friends and people that I work with, and this is space I'm not personally in, all had to look at this industry and say, well, how can we adapt? A lot of the people I know who have been doing very, very well in the space on the right are all shifting their businesses because the market is starting to disappear. It's not totally gone. It's a lot smaller. And there's two ways uh, that they've begun shifting that are very interesting. Now, there is a third reason that you might have to change your niche or your market. Okay, The first one is elections. The second one is laws being passed. The third one is simply an external market shift. What can happen is that people as a whole move away from something. They move away from a concept or a belief 
and suddenly one type of thing is no longer interesting. And this happens to a lot of businesses that are really cool. There are a bunch of businesses, I've seen about three or four businesses that are really growing that have their whole business is ugly Christmas sweaters. This is a perfect example. But after a certain amount of time, something that becomes ironic will hit a point where everyone has them. It's no longer ironic and those businesses will start to diminish. And that's why they're going to have to pivot. Same type of thing. Okay. Market saturation, doing something that's really cool and it gets too successful, then it stops being cool because cool is only cool if only a small percentage of the population know about it or are doing it. When you hit one of these moments, you have to pivot. And there are three ways that you can pivot. The first is shifting to a new audience. My friends who are in the survivalism space, one group of my friends is shifting to the other end of the political spectrum. Before it was, are you afraid of a Democratic president causing World War III? They've now shifted and are pushing, are you afraid of a Republican president causing World War III? It's a very interesting shift. The, the, nothing has changed. The product hasn't changed. The messaging hasn't changed. Simply the audience changes. Instead of targeting people on the political right, they now target people on the political left. And so far, it's working for them. I didn't expect that. I actually thought, oh, I don't know. I think you got to shift markets. Because no, no, I can shift audiences. So you can take all of your messaging and think about that. You know how Facebook ads works? In Facebook ads, you say, I want people of this age, this political affiliation, yada, yada. All he's done is change one setting. Instead of saying choosing Republican, he's choosing Democrat. And that's it for his targeting, and it's working. It turns out from his experimentation that it doesn't matter which side of the political spectrum people are on. They enjoy the same solution. There are many, many people now, just like there were many, many people at the last president who thought the end of the world was coming. People always want to fear the worst. And we hear that with every single election, and it, it never happens. But that fear is a very powerful motivator. And as you know from learning a little bit about copywriting, fear is one of the primary reasons people make a buying decision. Think about the simple sales message. Buy this course, which teaches you how to defend your home, how to secure your home from uh, looters, how to prepare and have enough food if something happens and how to grow your own food if something happens for $37. For $37, you can protect your family from an apocalypse in case it happens. Not that expensive when you think about the end result. So it's a powerful messaging. And that's one way you can shift your business when you run into a problem. And this happens a lot. There are a lot of problems in business. And when you hit a problem, sometimes the correct move is a pivot. I've hit problems before. And the other way to pivot is new product. And when I ran into one of my first problems, I shifted to new product for a long time. I was a local SEO consultant that would help small businesses rank on Google. And I made a lot of businesses very, very successful. I made them number one for their keywords. I brought them lots of traffic. I helped them grow their businesses. But at a certain point, Google started releasing really complicated rule changes, making it very, very hard. And all of my customers' websites started going down in the rankings. And I was at a point where I could go, I could go and spend months retraining, spending a lot more money on software, all these other tools and everything, and trying to get much better at what I do try to learn a whole new system, or I can pivot into a new market. A pivot into a new market means you stay with the same products, you stay with the same offerings and services, but you offer them something different. And an example of this would be to say, I no longer do SEO, but I do offer pay-per-click, or I do offer Facebook advertising services. So you're still offering traffic, but in a different way. And for my friends who are in the survivalism space, they're now moving into health offers because many of the people who are into survivalism 
uh, have problems with being overweight, have problems with high blood pressure, or have problems with ED. So they're seeing them because the group of people that they target for survivalism is older guys. So it's like men, I think 45, 55, 45 to 60, and everyone that age also has health problems. So they're just shifting their offering. So they're keeping their existing audience, they're keeping their targeting, but they're changing what they offer them. And this type of shift, I think is more common. This is where you go, I already have an audience that follows me. I already have this list and I can move them into a new direction by continually pushing my new business model. When you run into a wall, it's very important to find a way to overcome. Now, if you, perfect example, if you can hear the rain right now, I came outside, it wasn't raining, and now it's blasting down. It's coming and then stops. Now it's slowing down again. That's an example of an obstacle. And uh, we have to find ways to adapt. And I've talked a lot in the past about obstacles. Most people see an obstacle, they either see it as an excuse to quit or an opportunity. Sometimes an obstacle is something that you can't overcome directly. And the best way to overcome it is by pivoting either your audience or your market. I've shifted both several times. I've done both of these things and how I've managed to stay and succeed in business. Sometimes an entire industry simply disappears. Perfect example of this is uh, the spam industry or the emailing industry. Remember uh, 10 or 20 years ago, you would get inundated with all of these garbage emails. There's nothing you can do about it. And then of course, they passed the anti-spam laws in America and in Canada and stuff. And I don't know that spam has slowed down or anything, but a lot of the people who were doing it before aren't doing it anymore. They had to change businesses or they had to leave the country. By the way, pivoting, right? Running away because you're going to keep doing it because it's now illegal. But these things can cause you to shift into different markets. Another interesting market is Bitcoin. I recently talked about how to be very successful in Bitcoin. And some interesting things happened during the time I was recording that because I pay attention to that market, have being interested in it. Bitcoin for a long time was fluctuating under around $700. Four or five years ago, it was $1,100. That's what it peaked. Then after the election, after the most recent election, Bitcoin went up and then it hit $800. I was like, oh, that's kind of interesting. For the first time, it's actually going up. Bitcoin went all the way up to a little over $1,000. It has to do with its relation to the Chinese currency. People, when they get nervous about Chinese currency, jump into Bitcoin. It's a way of protecting their assets. It's kind of like people who buy gold. It's just another variation of that. It's a variation of stockpiling a different currency, but gold is physically even your house. Bitcoin, you don't have to go out and buy from a store. So these people were stockpiling. And so China made an announcement that their currency is really strong or something. And immediately Bitcoin crashed and lost another 30% of value. It's back to around $800 or something last time I checked. So these things we can get involved in, even things that's like Bitcoin and things you think of as totally digital and totally have nothing to do with national currencies because it's you know totally separate. The idea of Bitcoin is that it's a separate alternative currency, but we've seen over and over again that governments have the ability to affect the valuation of Bitcoin because governments have loads of money. Governments can just buy a bunch of Bitcoin and mess with all the value of everything in the market. They can buy a bunch of Bitcoin and then sell it really fast, which crashes uh, the currency value. That's one of the ways that governments can do that. There's nothing you can do. That's an external force. So even when you're in a market that you think is totally isolated, there are things that can happen. They can go, oh, wait, the government's messing around with Bitcoin. I need to move into either another cryptocurrency. You can move into Litecoin or Steam or one of the other currencies. Or you can move with your audience into another place. You can move into a market like computer security. It's actually nearly impossible to protect your identity online. The process is very complicated. There are eight steps. And you have to do it every single time. And if you ever make a mistake or any of your pieces of software stop working, your entire internet, your computer becomes vulnerable. 
and, and takes just a second. So it's really, really complicated, but that's a market you can move into. Sometimes you simply have to do both. Your market collapses, your audience becomes disaffected, or you lose your credibility with them, or something happens, and you have to move in a totally new direction. So someone I know who was in this type of space is now moving into selling licensed clothing. It's actually moving into selling stuff from like popular TV shows and things like that. So he's moving into a totally different market, totally different direction. There are a lot of business models that work on the internet. And when you get to be around for a couple of years or you surround yourself with a couple of successful people, you then have access to multiple business models. And what you can do at that point is then just switch and replicate what one of your friends is doing. Your friends will teach you what they're doing. And this is how I learned about several other markets. So by following the process that your friends are doing, you can jump into something totally new that you know will work. If you have three things, you can make any internet business model work. So you have someone who's already doing it and succeeding who will tell you what they're doing. Number two, you have some money. And it doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. If you have five to $10,000 available to invest in any, you can learn pretty much any business model. And the third thing is enough time to actually take action and implement. You have those three things, you can break into any market. You just have to have a mentor or a good friend who's in that space. That's all it takes to break into a new market. Now, there are two types of shifts. Sometimes your pivot or your shift will be short-term. Perfect example is people who shift and are now selling the exact same products and services for survivalism to the left. If the next president is on the left, they'll shift back to the right. This is a short-term shift. But sometimes you're going to make a shift that's going to last forever because it's better, it's more profitable, or the market really has gone forever. The idea is finished. This happens sometimes in the health space. People get really into a certain idea and then it's totally dead. When's the last time you heard anyone talking about or trying to use a shake weight? So certain things go in and out of vogue. Certain things are cool and they're not cool. And they're trendier than the market. Everyone has it. No one wants to buy a Snuggie anymore because everyone has one. So sometimes you have to make a long-term change or a permanent change. or You enter a new market. That's where you're going to have to stay, especially when you shift your market. That's when it's more likely to be long-term if it's a better market. Now, you don't only have to wait until trouble comes to do this. There's a reason that at this point in my business, I'm diversified into about five or six different niches. I'm in the parenting space. I'm in personal development a little bit. I'm in this space with you, which is really uh, kind of a wider space. Some people would call this internet marketing space or the IM space. Some people would say it's the make money online space. It's really more for me, uh, a little wider than that. It's more the escape the nine to five or grab your own destiny. Because I do talk about travel. I do talk about a couple other elements that are a little wider than the traditional laser focused. I am space and I'm in the relationship space and I'm also moving into a couple of uh, security spaces. So there's a couple of spaces that I'm into. And the reason that I do that is to prepare for these shocks. There's a great book called Black Swan where he talks about predictions and how people always predict history will repeat itself, but it never does. There's always an unexpected shock or an unexpected surprise. And an example is the fact that everyone thought all swans were white until they went to Australia and discovered that actually black swans exist as well. They've never seen this particular bird. So when we are in the same market and it goes well every day, every day, every day, we're assuming that nothing bad will ever happen. But that assumption is flawed because life is full of changes in the unexpected. And so we always want to have a backup plan, at least one backup plan. And that's why you can actually use these ideas and diversify now. An example of this, let's say you have a small following, okay? You have a small business humming along, making a few thousand dollars a month. It's enough to kind of cover the bills and stuff. Rather than starting an entirely new business, you can enter a new market. So you create a new website, you create a new series of products that your audience would be interested in. 
and you put them under a new brand and another new pen name, all of that stuff, you can then begin to advertise this other stuff to your existing audience. And maybe only 10 or 20% of them will be interested in it. But that 10 or 20% gives you the seed of this other new business. So rather than just affiliate marketing or recommending a product that's complimentary, you now control both as two separate businesses. So if the first one collapses, the second one is still going and you can continue to grow that. So you don't have to get an entirely new audience. Sometimes you just need to find another direction to connect with them. Now, the rain is absolutely howling, so I got to run back inside. But I do want to say that these are the key steps to adapting and growing your business when massive changes happen in the real world. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Serve No Master. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss another episode. We'll be back tomorrow with more tips and tactics on how to escape that rat race. Head over to servenomaster.com forward slash podcasts now for your chance to win a free copy of Jonathan's bestseller, Serve No Master. All you have to do is leave a five-star review of this podcast. See you tomorrow. You've just listened to another amazing episode of the Serve No Master podcast. Make sure to subscribe and we'll be back tomorrow with another amazing episode.